y'all, it's Kavo. Hey, it's JB. And welcome, welcome, welcome back to another week of Becoming She. A weekly podcast that sets the tone for women who are striving to be their most authentic selves by sharing the tools we use to navigate this journey called life. Welcome, y'all. Hey, y'all. Hey, girl. Do we sound sexy? Do we sound a little bit different? Hello. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) You guys, we got our equipment working. This is the surprise. This is the super surprise. We really invested in this shit. Okay. okay? We are invested in this podcast. We Becoming are She will be around oh, forever. Invested in. <laughs> <laughs> Becoming She shall be around forever for a very long time. Mm-hmm. We are so excited. Yeah. This, had, this equipment has been months in, in the, the making. Work. Seriously, I mean... Just so the research behind it, I mean, that was a lot. Yeah, we spent months I'm so glad, though, we finally got everything it. up and working. But, but we, we here now. We here. We figured it out, guys. We figured it out. So how are you? Girl, I'm good. Good. You know, <laughs> I'm a little bit, you know, tired. Okay. But... That's a typical Wednesday for us. It's I feel like we're always... Wednesday. We're always tired. Today, I thought to myself, oh, oh my gosh, it's only Wednesday. Like, I, I for sure thought it was at least Friday afternoon. No, I was hoping, actually, it was Friday, but, you know. JK. Gotcha. Got that ass. <laughs> <laughs> but um, we are genuinely excited about this. I am. I I'm really like, am. Uh, if you yeah. guys could see the setup right now, you'd be proud. You'll be very proud if you knew where we started. Okay. And you see where we are right Started now. from the bottom, now we here. Hey. Started from the bottom, now my whole team fucking here. Started from the bottom, now we here. Ooh, ooh. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I just had to get that one little thing. You out. had to get it out. I'm excited, though, because yeah. um, if you guys did not know, we were recording on a phone. Yeah. Actually. Mm-hmm. We were using an iPhone, using the Anchor app, so that if, that's yeah. no hashtag ad or anything. No, but shout out to Anchor for, you know. Having that po- having that platform, <laughs> having that resource on their app, like yeah. that was super. It changes helpful. your phone microphone to make you sound a little more high quality. Yeah, um, and I ha- we haven't gotten any um, complaints complaints about our audio at all at all. No. So that's a plus. Yeah, no, it's a plus, but we definitely are. A, I know I'm a perfectionist. She definitely is. So this has I been am. like literally months to make, and I'm like, girl, I've been sending her blog after blog, article after article. Seriously. Review after review. I'm like, I'll read that tonight, girl. I'll let you know. (laughs) (laughs) But I I will say that I helped find the mics. I was like, okay. You did. What about these? My one claim to fame for all this equipment that we got, okay? (laughs) So I'm going to. You were like, girl, what about this? I'm going to celebrate that shit. Perfect. (laughs) Celebrate that shit. Celebrate yourself. Okay. Um, But yeah. So I'm really excited, actually, about this. You know, we're tired. It's we've been working and shit. Yeah, life, that's how but, that normally happens. But we're here and we're happy to be here for another exactly. week. Well, then let's go ahead and get into this motivational Monday because I know you got something to bless our week. I really do. Okay. All right. So, um, this actually is not for me. This is from the Nobel Peace Prize winning author Toni Morrison one of you know the greatest writers in the world um sadly you know this is something we'll talk about later yeah but sadly we lost her and we want to I personally being a an avid book reader a book nerd bookworm 
fellow book shout out to my fellow bookworms out there. <laughs> but I love Toni Morrison and all that she stands for. And I think that um, there are, I mean, she has an endless amount of quotes and things, but there was one that was posted that I think pretty much kind of goes in line with what we're talking about this week. Okay. All right. Freeing yourself was one thing. Claiming ownership of that freed self was another. Toni Morrison. I love it. I love it. Drops mic, exit stage left. Pretty much. We're done for the day, guys. That's that. That's it. We gave y'all everything Thanks for we coming. to give this week. Exactly. Thanks for coming to my TED Talk. <laughs> <laughs> it was so hard to find a quote this week because she had so many different like iconic things iconic quotes mm-hmm. iconic words that she put together you know and formulated for us it just she's just an amazing person an amazing human being she got um the nobel peace prize and she was honored by president yeah. obama he wrote um, a very he wrote very nice words about her too yeah i mean she's just she was a revolutionary thinker for the time mm-hmm. so I just really, you know, I appreciated everything that, yeah. or appreciate everything that she is giving to our culture. And I can't wait to teach, you know, my kids and mm-hmm. nieces and nephews and whoever else that I come into contact with about her. No, I love that. And that's definitely going to get us into our main topic of the day. Mm-hmm. Um, before we go there, let's get into this tea. All right. What's the tea, tea? Bitch, I'm bored. What's the tea, ho? Bitch, when I tell you I got large, unsweet tea with a shot of raspberry, bitch, with light ice, never dog. Yeah, bitch, I hope you got two gallons so you can waste one and I spill it. So, unfortunately, we lost a very great, inspirational, phenomenal black woman this past week. Mm-hmm. Um, Toni Morrison, mm-hmm. as you said, um, just truly a revolutionary thinker, um, a political activist, very, very in tune with our culture. Mm-hmm. Um my heart goes out to her family. My heart goes out to the black community. In general. It's literally like... Everyone. Yeah. Because we lost a good one. And um, I'm grateful for the time that we had with her. I mean, 88 long years of life. Truly. And from what I've seen, she squeezed every bit of it that she could out. You mm-hmm. know, as far as what we know. In honor of her, go on Amazon and order a book, everybody. Okay. Order a Toni Morrison book. I have one in my cart right now. You feel me? I do. I'm about to go order another one. Check her, you know, artistry out, honestly. Read things. Spread the word to more generations. Yes. Don't let her name die in vain and her work die in vain. Mm -hmm. Also, I'm sure that money will go to her family and royalties in some type of way. And that can really help her and her family. Well, that can really help her family. Yeah, definitely. Um, Generations after her. And generations to come. So just... And she's someone that's great to learn from. Mm -hmm. Um, I think for me, it's very important for me to learn as much as I possibly can that there's a lot of things that I don't know, you Mm -hmm. know? Um, There's a lot of people that I don't know. I don't know about their artistry. I don't know. I'm not a book, you know, savvy person as much as you are, you know? A bookworm like me. Bookworm like you, exactly. So (laughs) I'm excited to really learn more about her Mm -hmm. and... um, you know, I kick myself because a lot of people really do look into stories and things of like our ancestors and our and whatnot 
after the fact rather than truly diving into those Mm -hmm. moments while they're here. Um, So I'm truly excited about learning more about her, but also learning about people that are still with us and Mm -hmm. learning about, you know, what they've been through and their, you know, background and things like that. So definitely go check her out. Um, Like I said, our, you know, our hearts are with her family right now and go get a book. I mean, learn. It's always good to learn. Learn, spread the knowledge. That's exactly. the best way to honor her legacy. Exactly. Um, next thing I wanted to get into was... Is another sad thing. We're just going to deliver all the bad news first. All the bad news early, and then we're going to... Yeah, exactly. Um, our hearts go out to the pe- to the victims and the families of the two mass shootings that happened this past week and weekend um, in El Paso and in Dayton, Ohio. Um, I read those. I, I mean, I was here at my house Mm -hmm. and those came you know you get the notification and it made me angry because it's like how many more mass shootings do we have to have i am so until we like yes in schools and festivals i'm just where can you go and be safe you can't go to church and be safe you can't go to school it's like the places that in your head you feel like you're the safest at are now being targeted the most dangerous places it makes my heart break the entire country has ptsd did you see on twitter well i saw earlier today someone posted something in times square where a motorcycle backfired in times square and people took off running like all of times square emptied out and they were like the entire country has ptsd yes and it's just something as simple as just banning machine guns like why does anyone no have citizen like that? needs an ak-47 at all if you really are in danger and somebody's coming for you then you should be able to do it with a 10 round mag if you can't get them in that then you don't like in that you don't even shots, need a gun. you don't need a gun exactly but having 100 round mags and like all these crazy ass machine guns and just this is just too much. It this, is. And anybody can just go buy a gun. Yes. And they're not doing no, background checks. No. No, like, psychological checks. They're yeah. just saying, oh, you have the money to buy this big-ass shit? Mm-hmm. Sure. No questions asked. And they do, I, I believe the process is they do, like, a small background check. But if you don't have, most people don't most have any people mental, who do stuff like, that don't like have any things on their records. They yeah. just come out of the blue. Exactly. And it's not out of the blue, but their fam- it, it's done on a smaller level, yes. right? It always starts, well, I listen to a lot of true crime Oh my podcasts. gosh, you're so obsessed. I'm true crime obsessed. But um, on a lot of true crime, they talk about how it always starts off with chill, like as kids, they kill or are aggressive or violent towards animals, animals yeah. and like their family members and then it escalates so they hold it in or they express it on smaller levels mm-hmm. and then eventually it's more so they just take it out on a large group of people and it's it's premeditated they think about these things it's days and in, in advance there's choices that you make to get to this point exactly and they do it and then the country and the fucking media sits here and says that it's a mental disorder or it was like a lapse in judgment like shut the fuck up shut the hell up it was not a lapse in judgment you're lying and you're trying to protect these racist monsters like this is so fucking terrible people are dying innocent children and babies are dying at large rates 
alarming rates and it doesn't it's not a comfortable place to be at all and no one feels safe yeah sure before or at some period in like in time it was oh it was only black people who were dying so that well that means everybody's safe or it was like only muslims are dying so that means we're okay yeah but now nobody knows who it is and Honestly, I'm just tired of America protecting white men. Stop protecting white men. Very Why true. are we protecting them? They are the ones, they're the most monstrous people, the most felonious of them all. And we're protecting them by making excuses and creating headlines that fall in their favor. And it's sickening to me. It's absolutely sickening that this is the life that we're living in. This is actual life. I it makes me want to throw up. It does. I want to throw up. I want to throw it. I totally agree. No, because I don't understand how many more people have to die for them to understand that this is not okay. Like children, like you said, at alarming rates. You know, you can't even feel safe to go into, like, going school. out with your friends. Going out, you even go like going to the, like you're going to Walmart to go school shopping for your children to go back to school. That is ridiculous. You cannot go to a Walmart and simply buy pencils and binders and and paper for your child to start the first grade cuz now you have to worry about if you're going to get if that's going to get shot up. Yeah. I just it breaks Did my heart. Did you see the bulletproof backpack? Yes. That yes. is And another so question sad. that I have for that though, how much is that backpack? $129.99. That is ridiculous cents. that you're telling me that I have to spend $200 on a backpack. Some families can't even afford $15 backpacks. So, you're making these $200 backpacks to profit off of pretty much because yeah. if you really were truly concerned because it, it would be free you that much. it doesn't cost you that much or you would be like okay make i'm gonna it an, make it affordable make it affordable people. make it a hundred and like that's ridiculous who's paying that much for a backpack for a child nobody nobody nope some there are people that truly can't even afford jansport literally it's ridiculous to me i just i don't understand how many more people have to die and i'm tired of waking up and checking my phone and seeing another mass murder or another mass shooting or something of the sort that's happening and you're like, and nobody is the president's making it seem like it's not that big of a deal. First of all, NRA is making it seem like him like the president. True. Um, NRA not. is not even they're still concerned about people taking away their guns. And that's not the case. Anybody that's listening out there. I don't want to take away your guns. OK, if you want to own guns, own guns. There needs to be stricter laws in place for people to not just be able to go and buy a gun. There's a gun shop by my apartment. If I wanted to go get a gun tomorrow, I could do that. Mm -hmm. Easy. You don't know if I'm crazy. You don't know if I've been into the mental psych ward. Mm -mm. It could not be documented. And I can still go get a gun. And that's what's the problem. There's people out there who are owning these machine guns. Machine guns. Machine guns. Why? If you're going to get a machine gun. Are you going to war? Like, who are you at war with? Thank you. And why are we not looking into this further? Thank you. I just don't understand it. I feel so terrible for those families. I feel terrible for the kids. I mean, I, I mean, I, I feel terrible for the country. For the because country. Because we don't feel safe. We can't at go anywhere without worrying about getting shot somewhere mm -hmm. or somebody walking in and going crazy. And it's not like you guys are going to do anything with him. He's going to walk away with a smile and get Which a Which is crazy. He literally walked to jail. I, I, well, it's not this, but 
Ah. But that's what they do. Yeah. If it's a black person, they kill him and shoot him down for even talking back. Exactly. But let it be a white person who killed 27 people in one sitting. And they'll literally walk him away with handcuffs in front of his body. And that's all he has. And he's smiling. It's an agenda. And he's getting lobster when he gets there. I just, I'm sick of it. I'm sick. I'm sick of white supremacy. I'm tired I'm sick. of it. So my, our heart goes out. We're so sorry. So I just, sorry. <sighs> okay. Okay. Let's get to some lighter news. Yes. Queen Latifah has Ursula. been announced as Ursula yes! for The Little Mermaid. Ah! I am super excited for that. I think she's going to be phenomenal. Oh, my goodness. I'm so <sighs> excited. What happened to Melissa McCarthy? Did she give it up or something? I don't know, but I'm rooting uh, for anyone I'm black, you know. So um, I do like black. I do like Melissa McCarthy. She's a phenomenal actress. But, you know, Queen Latifah, what? Hands down. So right. great. Um, let's get into, oh, my gosh. I can't, I don't even know. So, Trouble had a party and i'm sure you guys all know about this um the cucumber challenge where people were sticking it in their mouth to see how deep it could go and whatnot well trouble had a party and his girlfriend as of right now um alexis sky there's a video circulating of her literally fucking this girl with a cucumber and people are obviously like what is wrong with you like there's a lot of backlash and she's kind of just like whatever about it very you know dismissive it's you know she doesn't care she's getting the bag she got a boyfriend now you know whatever i just um for any of you that are walking around here with cucumbers that is for (laughs) your health okay stop just stop why are we having sex with fruits and vegetables people there's a word for that i'm sure i'm sure we can ask horrible decisions or cocktails okay there is a fetish for that there's a fetish for that, and you people are sick. I'm telling you. Eat your fruits and vegetables. It's for your health, ladies and gents. Don't it's have not sex to with put them. up there. And I mean, with all the things that are coming around, our our lady parts are so sensitive as is. I need for her Girl. to make sure that she goes and gets checked out for like BV or something like that. <laughs> Cause where because where were the cucumbers before, and did they wash them off? Because cucumbers have dirt on them when you pick them up from the store. You have to wash them off. I don't even care about all of that. Do not ground. stick no cucumber. So you put a dirty cucumber that I'm sure nobody <laughs> put soap nor water to before they stuck it up your nasty vagina. Now you that got is nasty. dirt from the ground, and we some part of Georgia up up your vagina. It's in nasty. The crevices. It's nasty. Karoshi um was at a. She did the grocery store and she said that she walked, she put it posted on her Instagram that she walked past cucumbers and she just rolled her eyes and she's like, y'all got me not liking cucumbers now. And it's not their fault. <laughs> they just get grown and you're supposed to eat them. They're really good with tuna on top or like a crab, you know, crab meat or something like that. I'm not like a that. fan of cucumbers, but I'm not also I... not a fan of having sex with cucumbers. I mean, definitely not a fan of having sex with them. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to eat them, but I also <laughs> do not want to have sex with them. Yeah, just, I just, I you don't know. I mean, if you really, like, there are sex toys for things like that, honestly. A whole sex that shop. That you could clean and, like, sanitize before you stick them inside of your body. Um, mm-hmm. There are actual men with actual penises. Oh, my gosh, no way. That's kind of crazy, right? What? I think that was a thing that was kind of created a little while ago. That's crazy. It might be relatively new. I'm not I'm sure. I say that sounds something like it's new. It sounds relatively okay. new. I have to check, you know. Okay. The kids know everything. But I'm Fact pretty check. sure there are, like, men that have penises attached to their bodies okay. that you could actually stick 
their penises up there. That's what you want. Um, no also, amount of clout. You could also find relevant. your nearest lesbian that has a strap. And mm-hmm. if you're really desperate for something to be stuck up you, or not even if you're desperate, if that's your type of thing. We don't kink shame if that's your type of kink. If you want that, go get it. Go do your thing. Leave the innocent cucumbers alone. Please. please. Niggas leave the peaches alone because I saw a nigga um, goddamn eating a peach out the other day. Why? And I wanted to throw up. Actually, I did throw up a little bit in my mouth. What amount of like clout publicity attention are you really looking for they really what, just what amount attention. i just really want to know why why what amount Who of raised money y'all where's like, your mother thank you where's your father like i did anybody give I, you any type of judgment or decision making yeah this just you know like, i mean live her live your best live life. your best life if you want to fuck people out here in public i would ju- i would have rather her fuck a nigga at the party than yeah fuck a cucumber. and it's i mean you're in like the video that i saw i mean it was very very detailed like clear oh yeah day. did you look at boosie's instagram because that's what yes, I went to. his face was like what the fuck is happening yeah. i mean like i guess it's they're living their life they're free if she don't care then whatever like true I'm, I don't That's have no true. heaven or hell to put nobody in, so at all, it don't make no difference to me. I'm just not. I'm just necessarily worried about her pH and That's the health what I, of her vagina I just, because I don't think that you should be sticking. Well, I just think like you know, when we're young, we make a lot of decisions that like are in the moment. And like yeah. I said, I don't think that she's a bad person. I think she can live her best life. Go out there and do what that she want to do. That whole crew is younger, but for sure. Yes, they're very young, and I just think that you should be conscious of what you're doing and what's out there because now that it's out there it's never going to go away yeah and it's going to forever be out very there very open at the party with things that she was doing and yeah so there's plenty of pictures and videos she, i think she had face. a rebuttal afterwards too um and she kind of oh, was just said. like it is what it is it's my life i can do what i want and she is very very right about that you can do what the freak you want to do what the freak oh that was cute <laughs> was so adorable um there's a possible destiny's child's tour we shall see i don't know i don't really know they're saying that like i was reading something that says like matthew knowles owns that name of destiny's mm-hmm. child so he would have mm-hmm. to be involved and you know that whole thing with their family right now mm-hmm. um are they like they're fine they're fine they're okay. fine now okay good um so i'm not sure if it's gonna happen or not but if it does because my body's too bootylicious for you baby okay? you feel me you feel first of all I, my beast <laughs> my beast savings account I make sure that it's ready at all times. At all times. Because whenever sis is ready for us, I am ready for her. Okay. Do you understand me? I got you. Um. Yeah, so I am very prepared as i i've told you this privately i'm not sure if i said this on the podcast but um one of the po- one of the concerts that i went to when i was younger i grew up going to wow hey sis wow decline okay let me just mute that wow. my bad girl jasmine don't be having <laughs> her shit on silent what and i oh so Back to what I was saying before I was so rudely interrupted. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I was saying I grew up going to concerts Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. Just being, you know, from Atlanta. There's concerts all the time. Um, But I went to Destiny's Child very last concert on their last tour in Atlanta. And that was their last 
spot and everything mm-hmm. so it was very special my aunt took me and my younger cousin or my younger cousin and i okay for those who will correct me my younger cousin and i um went to destiny's child concert and as i've already told you guys i was a destiny's child fan from five members actually not three Get it right. Girl, they've literally fast forwarded this by now. They're they like, probably don't have. Y'all know we got to talk about Beyonce every episode. She got to talk about Beyonce. So anyway, <laughs> I am very excited. When you told me this, I was like, you know what? 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 Because I were. heard that. Because I already know your bank account. You're like, okay, well, B, just drop it whenever you're ready. Whenever you're ready, I'm sis. I'm, you know, I got my savings account separate from everything else just <laughs> for her. So I am extremely prepared for whatever she has to drop. But from what they were saying that I saw, what you showed me, the comments mm-hmm. were saying that um, she never really announces or talks about things no. this far out. So no. they were talking about a year from now. So they're really not going to uh, announce or release anything until like... <sighs> a couple weeks before the tour probably so pretty much um but if it's rumored then i'm pretty sure something is coming and they've been hinting at little things here and there and they've you know when she went to coachella when she was in super bowl they always kind of come come together and people love them and we want a reunion tour so give us what we want y'all give us what we want Mm -hmm. lastly centoya brown was released from prison today I know. I'm excited for her. I hope they give her. Yes. Honestly, she's been in prison for quite some time. So I hope they truly give her um, some resources to help for life afterwards because it's just a totally different world now Mm -hmm. from when she first got in. Mm -hmm. You know, technology's changed. People have changed different things like that. Mm So I truly hope they um, help her ease her way back into society. Yeah. Yeah. I think they, I hope they give her into some programs to help her and whatnot. But I really believe that. Um, the people who have been pushing so hard and working so hard to get her out will oh, provide yeah. those resources because they know. Mm-hmm. And I think she will have, I think she, if she doesn't know it by now, she'll find out very soon that she has an immense amount of support from Definitely. everyone. So, um, you know, I don't think that. And she's beautiful. She's so beautiful. Give her a modeling contract. You give these gas station boys contracts. You feel me? Like, you feel me? Get hello. Her right. Get this <laughs> right, wherever she needs, get yeah. her together. Whatever she wants. Um, but, yeah, I really think that uh, I'm really excited about that. I'm mm-hmm. excited for her. And I pray that, you know, things go well for her and everything pans out Yeah, well for her. I wish her all the peace, love, joy, and happiness. For possible. sure. I have something to add. Okay. To, um, What's looking. up before we get into this main topic? Topic. Did you hear about the Fenty beauty model that Fenty actually canceled her so she was a model for Savage Fenty her name mm-hmm. is uh, Carissa Pinkston okay um so she modeled for Savage Fenty and um you know the internet FBI the uh, mm-hmm. you know uh they went and did their surveillance they looked over some things they did their research and of they course. found some transphobic comments in her tweets or mm-hmm. something like that somewhere along the social media realm so of course the internet's went crazy about it of course and um fenty has dropped her and she was reportedly dropped from her from her modeling agency as well her rebuttal was the 
weird part about it, right? Okay. So when everyone was in an uproar about her comments, mm-hmm. so she wanted to say that she was transgender and told everybody that she changed. I'm sorry if that's not the right terminology. She changed at a young age. Okay. And then um, she made those transphobic comments because it was more self-hating and self-depreciating than anything or whatever. But then people were coming and were like, bitch, no, you're not. Like, no the fuck you're not. So, like, she literally decided for herself to lie and, like, make the situation worse. Like, she yeah. does, she just went and picked up a shovel and dug a digger hole. Dug a herself. digger hole rather than just apologizing for. Right. And then she came hmm. back after mm-hmm. and apologized and was saying that she realized that. um Her comments and stuff. Right. That her comments were offensive to the trans community. Mm-hmm. And um, she wants to, you know, do better for herself and things. But I just think that you could have said that originally, sis. Yeah. Honestly, I mean, people make comments about shit every day, especially when they're young. Like, the girl was in her 20s. So she probably was very young when she said these things. Exactly. And she probably doesn't think the same. And if she does, that needs to be addressed. But that could have been something like... I was very young and dumb when I said that. And I was just a product of my environment, not of what I thought or whatever mm-hmm. the case may be. Exactly. And you could have moved on and people could have appreciated that. But instead you lie and say that you're trans too. You make things 10 times worse. When people know that you are not. Yeah. Why would you do that? Because she's looking for sympathy. Um, I think that's, uh, I think that you, like you said, when you're young like that, you just say things that you and you don't realize the repercussions that can come from that or the consequences, you know? Yeah. And um, I think she would have been better off by just a- apologizing for what she said if it was real. Clearly, I think that when people are caught up in situations like that, get off the Internet. Stay off social oh, media. Get off the Internet. Give yourself like 48 hours to kind of just like collect your thoughts because if you tweet the first thing that comes to your mind it's never going to be the response that you wish you first mm-hmm. would have said you know um so that's very unfortunate that her whole career is now over but at the same time it's like watch what you say yeah you if you were young and dumb say i was young like and dumb that. and i think like i respect people who own up to like what they've done in the past i've done some dumb things i've said some dumb things in my past you know um and at that point in time, if you've been called out for it, if people have receipts, okay, own up to it. Just say. There's no point in you now trying to fish it. for um, sympathy because you're not going to get it. Because trust and believe, if you say something that's a lie, it's mm-hmm. going to be called out. All right. So that's... Mm. Whatever. Moving on. It's unfortunate, <laughs> but hopefully she learned a lesson. And I'm sure she hopefully did. She, I'm sure she did. I, I can't even find her social media anymore. So I hope they... I feel like she deleted her. Her team probably were like, let's just pull this down for, the for right now. Period, yeah. For the time being. But yeah, um, hopefully she learned her lesson and hopefully at some point she can revive her career and things like yeah. that. But that's unfortunate. Well, let's get into this main topic. Mm. Realize I do have to change. I have to change in the cursing, certain type of things I do. I gotta, I, I gotta keep them in mind, you know, because they love me. But not today, though. Today I'm walling. Today I'm bugging and thugging. Not today. The quote that you that you stated earlier from Toni Morrison. Mm-hmm. Do you mind reading that one more time? I um, because I really think that. 
to do this due diligence, we should definitely say it again. We definitely should. Yes. Freeing yourself was one thing. Claiming ownership of that freed self was another. Toni Morrison. So, I personally love that quote because I think as we get older, as black women, we learn to truly have self-love for ourselves and it's such a freeing experience. Mm-hmm. It is so great to wake up and just say, oh, this is who I am and I'm so grounded in that. Or this is what I won't allow. I'm so grounded in that. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, like these are who my friends are and I'm so, I love that. I love that my friends are doing X, Y, and Z because they're a representation of me and I am of them. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad about that. You know, I think um, the verb, I'm going to use it, free, is such a process mm-hmm. that people are still working on. I myself is still working mm-hmm. on it. You're working on it. Like, and I don't think you never stop. I think in mm-hmm. your, I think when you get older in your forties, your fifties, sixties, seventies, you're still figuring out who you are as that person because someone who's 60 is not the same as 20. You're constantly evolving. You're constantly evolving. Um, but I wanted to ask you, because I think it's really important that I actually got a different interpretation from. It. Oh, okay. What's your interpretation? So my interpretation from this is, so let's start with the first thing. Freeing yourself is one thing. Like you said, freeing yourself the is, is, an, is a process, right? Mm-hmm. So you go through the work of freeing yourself from whether it's your circumstances, yep. whether you're freeing yourself from generational curses mm-hmm. or freeing yourself from um, mental you know, roadblocks and things like that, you put in the work to free yourself from this thing, right? Mm-hmm. So for me, this was kind of like, I'll like personally, this is, I came up with the topic uh, this week and it came because yesterday my line sister was reading me mm-hmm. for filth, right? Shout out to you, Amani. She was reading me for filth because we were talking about how graduation is coming up and mm-hmm. how I'm having a graduation party and this and that. And she was saying, oh, you should have a going away dinner or whatever. And I'm really not. I'm having a graduation party, but this is more so like my mom is planning it. You know, okay, mm-hmm. cool. It's cute. I got a little piece of paper with my name on it. And she told me that I need to learn how to celebrate myself more. Yeah. She told me that that's something that I don't do. And I, it's a very uncomfortable thing for me. Like I think that's across the board for a lot of people yeah across the board for a lot of people but she Myself. told me that mm-hmm. i need to be more comfortable in that yeah and that's something that i need to work on is definitely something that i want to talk about so the thing was freeing yourself was one thing so you put in the work to free yourself mm-hmm. so for me it was putting in this work with all these degrees and all this schooling to get to the point where i am okay. and for me even though i feel on the outside looking in, I'm so accomplished or whatever. I've gotten to this certain point in my life. I don't feel accomplished yet. Okay. Because for me, I'm like, yeah, I might be doctor such and such in a couple months, mm-hmm. but I don't have no money right now. I don't have no doctor money. Yeah, it's in always my the but right now. Mm-hmm. There's always a but, right? Or you know. I'm doing this, but I feel this way, or I'm I, I'm doing this, but and there's always a but, and that's it's what she was telling me mm-hmm. about it. So freeing yourself was the action. Claiming ownership of that freed self was another. I think the claiming claiming ownership of that freed self is also being able to own that and celebrating yourself. Yeah, because celebrating sure. yourself is also ownership of your accomplishments. Okay, and that's something that I don't do well. Right, like 
I didn't even go to my master's graduation because I didn't want to. I literally got the paper. I was like, my mom was pushing me to go to graduation. She's mm-hmm. like, you should go. You should do it. You're going to be excited. Yeah. And I was like, can they just mail me my piece of paper with my name on it? I really don't care about none of this. Wow. Okay. And she was just like, okay. And she really were like trying to push me to go to graduation. Mm-hmm. And I didn't. And I didn't. And so now it's like, well, this is your last degree. We're doing a party, goddammit. And I'm just like, uh, okay, I guess if you say it. To me, I'm like, that's a little excessive. We don't need to do all of that. And that's what I was telling Amani. And she was saying, it's a little excessive, but you put forth all of this work. Exactly. You should want to celebrate it. And, you know, so that this quote to me, that's what I got out of that. Okay. The two parts of basically kind of like confirmed things that she was saying in my head. Yeah. It's like I put forth this work to get like, you know, you define your success level, right? Mm-hmm. Your definition is. Your definition of success is yours. So your definition of success, your personal definition might be, I can buy a plane ticket to go to Bora Bora whenever the fuck I want to. And it doesn't put me out. I can pay for a vacation for me and my family to go here. And I don't have to rearrange my expenses Mm -hmm. for it or whatever the case may be. Whatever your definition of success is. Everything that you're doing in this moment is putting you towards that goal, right? So just keep staying the path and also understand that, like, along the way, even though you haven't gotten to, like, that end end goal that Mm -hmm. you really see yourself, you should acknowledge and celebrate yourself and your successes along the way because even though you're not like exactly where you pitch your picture yourself being ultimately yeah like doing great for where you are right now Mm -hmm. you know so that's what I got from it I love it so I love that we had two different perspectives of that quote Mm -hmm. um I think that's very interesting and I wanted to ask you why do you think it is as black women specifically why do you think it is that we struggle with celebrating ourselves? I've read plenty of blogs about it, um, and I just think it's really important, you know, ask my friend to learn your ideas of why you think that is. I think it's a generational transgression, honestly. Um this week's episode I got the topic because my line sister mm-hmm. read me for filth last <laughs> night. Read me for absolute filth because um I was having a conversation with her and I was being like very vulnerable and transparent and um I was just telling her how I yeah, sure I graduate I'm about to graduate getting my doctorate, but I don't really care about all the excessive stuff around mm-hmm. it. Like my mom wants to do a graduation party. And I'm just kind of like, this is a little much. Like, we don't have to do this. <laughs> but um, it's, it's not. It's not really my choice at this point. Um, but, yeah, so that's one of the things that, you know, I was, um, I that we were talking about. And she was telling me that I need to learn to celebrate myself more and celebrate my accomplishments. And so um, let's go from, like, one level to the next, right? Because I think it goes in two levels. So, like, within okay. a household... I think a lot of times black girls, our accomplishments aren't as celebrated because, I mean, we're always taught that we have to be two times as better, three yeah. times as better to get the same amount of acknowledgement, right? And that's true. There, There's nothing about that that's not true. But why can't we celebrate our wins in the household? So. Okay. okay, I don't have to be the valedictorian to be celebrated, mm-hmm. right? I could have just passed my classes with... like with A's and B's yeah or I could have just gotten a good grade on an exam let's go out to dinner why can't those little things those small victories be separate like be celebrated right because Mm -hmm. for example 
I always think of the end goal, right? Okay. So I look at this is my idea of success for myself. And if I haven't reached this level, then I'm not successful and I don't deserve to be celebrated. That's in my head. That's my programming. Whatever a combination or culmination of events that created this thought process, that's how I think, yeah. right? Realistically speaking. And so I see myself, say I decided my definition of success is I'm able to buy a family for a trip to Europe all expenses paid without ever putting myself out. I don't have to worry about anything. That's my definition of success, right? Okay. So if that's my definition, not saying that that is, but if that were my definition of success and I haven't gotten there yet, then everything, every step along the way seems minutial. It seems like I haven't done anything because I'm not where I want to be. So I was telling her, yeah, I'll be a doctor in December. Okay. Right? Sure. But I still don't have no money in my account. I don't have no doctor money. My bank account don't say doctor, you know, but mm-hmm. and and that's kind of toxic. I think the but is toxic. The but. I think that okay. when we say things like I'm I got my masters. There shouldn't be a but after that. It should be a period. I got my masters. Mm. I'm proud of myself. Say that again. I am proud of myself because the thing about it too is that if you don't give your time yourself time to celebrate yourself, mm-hmm. You're always trying to go on to the next thing. And so you can never really relish in the moment. Yeah. You know? And I think I don't for, do that much. You, yeah. I think for your I don't graduation. Do <laughs> you don't. Um, I think it's hard, though. I think it's really hard when you are not used to doing that or you just don't do it in general. Mm-hmm. It's always going to be a but. You're always yeah. going to put that in there like, oh, I'm getting my doctorate, but I haven't opened my own practice yet. Okay. But you're getting your doctorate. Let's let's put the period there and let's, you know. Let's take a week to relish and then you can go on about the butt. I like that you said there should be a period. There, there. should be a period. That's very true because, and you just called me out. Because <laughs> <laughs> when I got my master's degree, I didn't even go to graduation. My mom was really See? pressing me and she was like, we need to go to graduation. You need to walk and rada rada. And she was very adamant, adamant about it. And I did not want to go. I literally did not. I was up literally up until the day before she's like we should go to florida we should you should walk and i was set in my ways i was like no i don't want to they can send me my piece of paper with my name on in the mail thanks Mm -hmm. and that's what they did and that's what i wanted and i was perfectly happy with that nothing about that was like uh you know Mm -hmm. but um i think i've learned i was putting a butt behind it yes and mm-hmm. so my brother is mm-hmm. like that, right? So he's gotten different degrees and specialties. He's a teacher. Mm-hmm. And hes I've only seen him walk once out of all these different degrees that he has. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I want to celebrate you. And I think as a friend or a family member, it's so easy to do it from the outside looking in, being mm-hmm. like, I want to celebrate you like your mother said. I want to celebrate your master's degree, you know? Um, I don't think it's fair to push someone if they don't want to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, my brother was like that. And I was like, okay, seriously, dude, weird. But I guess if, if that's what you want, <laughs> there's nothing I can do about it. But at the same time, it's like there was so much that you went through to get to that step. Mm-hmm. I mean, prime example for my master's program, there were easy times and there were frustrating times. There were hard times. I had a full-time job while mm-hmm. I get my, my master's. And I wanted to celebrate the, sh- the crap out of that thing because it was like I made it. Like mm-hmm. I just want a week to say good job. Mm-hmm. All those times you cried in the shower with a glass of wine, <laughs> like all those times that you thought I'm gonna fail this class. Like, what the hell? What's the point of getting this master's? Or you second, you like second doubt at yourself. You mm-hmm. know, it's like all of that 
I think that's what graduations are meant for, really and truly. Mm-hmm. And not just graduations, anything in life, right? So mm-hmm. um, appreciate the journey, but also appreciate the accomplishment that you've gone through the journey. Mm, that's real. <laughs> that's real. I just, that's really real. I think, too, um, self-sabotage is real. Yeah. So I think sometimes we get in our head that, oh, I don't need to do this, or I don't really need to be, I don't need, like, okay, whoop you freaking do you got a new job. Whoop de freaking mm-hmm. do you opened your own practice. Whoop de freaking, you know, those things. But there's a million people, a billion people out there mm-hmm. that want to be in your shoes. Mm. And God said, you're the one that's going to, you know, do this. And you should celebrate that. You should celebrate that. Mm. You should celebrate that. Even if you're doing the same thing as the next person, you're not going to reinvent the wheel, mm-hmm. but you are going to have a spin on it that has your flavor. Right. Celebrate that. Right. You know? Don't self-sabotage yourself. Don't, I don't, I think when we get into our heads, like we get stuck in our ways. Cause you said that mm-hmm. earlier. Like, you know, you get, we all do. I do. There's mm-hmm. plenty of times that I'm just like, I'm not doing this cause I don't care. And somebody's like, what? Why right. not? Like, look at all these things that I think it takes for someone outside of who you are to say, look, look at all of these things that have happened leading up to this point. You better fucking walk. <laughs> like <laughs> all the shit we've gone through, though, you know, like honestly, it really does, and um, I appreciate those people in my life, honestly, mm-hmm. because they remind you. And um, so I wanted to say the second part of what I was saying, because okay. I remember I was saying there's one level, there's within the house, and then when we go deeper than that, right, Yeah, we talk about generationally. So your parents might be hard on you and say you get a 97 on the test, mm-hmm. and your dad might have been like mine and been like, what happened to those last three yeah. points? What were you doing? Where did they it's go? Like, what did you get wrong? And um, that transfer, like that transfers, right? That it transfers does. from their parents and their parents and mm-hmm. their parents before them and our slave masters or whatever the case may be. Because if you think about back in slavery times, it wasn't praised. You weren't praised to learn how to read. No. It was a lot of times you got in trouble with your parents if you learned how to read because they knew that that's something that you could get killed by. Exactly. And, um... I mean, just learning a new skill. I mean, they might have praised you for playing the violin, per se, but it wasn't like, oh, you're amazing. You did a good job. It's just like, okay, you're a nigger who knows how to play a violin. Like, Let's make some money off of come them. play the violin for me and my friends mm-hmm. that came to the house. It wasn't celebrated. It exactly. wasn't something that they placed emphasis on or showed you that that was your unique skill skill or thing that was unique to you, yeah. right, or your unique talent or gift. Mm-hmm. And... um. So I think that's a generational thing. And that's something that we are like we talk about all the time. Our generation is working outside of. Yes. I think that we're putting in a lot of work to make sure that we don't um, create these generational curses or pass them on. Honestly, true. Pass on these generational curses, because that's something that, like I said, time and time again, it comes from it comes down the line. It does. You have to cut it somewhere. And it's time for us to cut it, girl. Cut Cut it. it. Cut Cut it. it. Cut it. No, I totally agree because I think, you know, one day there'll be kids, we'll have kids, we may not have kids, we'll have nephews and nieces and whatever the case may be. Mm -hmm. And I really want my niece to know that she is an all-star. Right. And that she is gifted and she's talented and she should celebrate those talents. And I don't think it's in a way of making it seem like they're entitled because I think that's another thing. Mm, mm-hmm. people truly put this word entitlement 
on to the millennial generation, like our generation, um, because they say like, oh, you guys think that you can have whatever you want or Mm -hmm. you guys think that you can do whatever you want. And I mean, honestly, we can. Mm -hmm. Whatever we put our mind to, we can do times 10 and better than our parents or grandparents because that's what they've taught us. Mm -hmm. And they should feel proud of that, right? I want my niece to understand that all the gifts that she has, celebrate those gifts. Not everybody has that. And she shouldn't feel bad or, and she shouldn't dim her light because she doesn't want the attention on her or she doesn't want people to bully her or think that she's different or think Mm -hmm. that she's weird, you know, or something of the sort, because that's not fair either, you know, because when you dim your light, all that means is that you're now saying that you're not good enough. You're now affirming what other people are saying because you're dimming your light. That's very true. And when I think about it, I mean, these things started from, um, started from, you know, younger age and they yeah. build up. I mean, it's funny cause I remember in high school, um, if I went after, so the first high school I went to was very like academically focused. Okay. So we would put money in a jar and whoever got the highest grade on the quiz or test would get the money. Like, oh, wow. It was a very like serious thing. Okay. You know, and, um, so I ended up leaving my the end of my junior year, close to senior year, and going to a new school in a new district. And it was completely different from my school. It was not as academically focused. So I was getting, like, really good grades. And when we would get, like, report cards and stuff, you know, in homeroom, they pass uh-huh. them out and stuff. They used to do that. Now, I guess you, like, log online and yeah. see your grades. But they used to hand them out. And people would be like, what'd you get? What'd you get? Oh, what'd yeah. you get? And I'll be like, oh, I passed. But I would have, like, all A's or something. No, no, no I barely, I passed, you know, I got through. I, I got through. I made it, like, because everybody else would have, like, C's or, you know, not C's mm-hmm. or B's or whatever. And some people would do really well. But I was more so ashamed to say, like, look at me. Like, not that I would ever do that. But yeah. But if they asked, I was never like, oh, you know, all A's. So, you know. And there's a fine so like, line okay, yeah. between, like, bragging Right. And just, like, being like, oh, I'm really proud of myself for getting all A's. Right. Like, it's not like you're running around the classroom and being like, hey, Brett, what you get? C's? Oh, baby. A's. <laughs> my A's. It's like, no. You know, there's a difference. There is a difference. You know. You're right. But that's definitely something that um, you can trace back and identify where the problem yeah. is. And kind of, like, um, unravel that, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I think that also works into, like, So as like an athlete, right, Mm -hmm. you look around and the way that you get celebrated is if you win. Right. First place or if you get on the podium. So if you don't get on the podium, it's kind of like you didn't even, did you even try, Mm -hmm. you know? And I used to beat myself up like, oh my God, I can't believe I got fourth place. I'm so embarrassed. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, and my dad would be like, and I applaud my dad for this because in high school, I was definitely hard on myself. But in high school, I was around a lot of people that were not as fast as me so mm-hmm. getting on the podium not to brag but what it wasn't like a hard thing for me you right. know um when I got to college I was around girls who were the top girls in their divisions uh-huh. so you get around these people and you realize oh shit there's like a lot of people who are really really good mm-hmm. you know and now I have to be 10 times better or I have to work out 10 times more or whatever you know Mm-hmm. So when I wouldn't make podium or I wouldn't even make the qualifying thing or something like that, say that, say I fell in the hurdle race or something mm-hmm. like that, you know, I applaud my dad on being like, hey, it's OK. Get up, shake it off. Things happen. 
And I like for me, I tell myself that now as I'm working on celebrating myself more, whenever I do beat myself up about something or I am upset about something, it's like, you know what? It's okay. Shake it off. That's so important, too, because the way that you speak to your children is the inner voice that they'll hear. Mm -hmm. And And, it carries with them. And it carries with you. And that's very like that's pivotal, honestly, because Mm -hmm. as as an athlete, we both grew up athletes. You obviously went on to college to play sports, and I did not. But, <laughs> but just to let you know, just to let you know, but we were both competitive athletes yeah. at some point, and I was very critical of myself. Every mistake I made was like, even when I did well, I even now I do that. Even when I do well, I'm always critiquing something mm-hmm. else. It's like, okay, that worked out well, but we could have just done this better or I would have tweaked this yeah. or I would have changed this. And sometimes, like you said, there doesn't need to be a, but there just needs to be a period. Yeah. And, um, it depends, you know, on when you, especially when you're striving to be a high level athlete, you're so critical of yourself. Mm-hmm. You need that person that's going to say, it's hey, all right. It's okay. Dust yourself off. Like it'll be better next time mm-hmm. as opposed to further, um, Affirming that you Affirming your thought process (laughs) like, damn, bitch, you fell on your face during And now granted, people do say that, okay? Okay. But you have to, you, I think, because it, it plays into like your personal and your professional life too, Mm -hmm. right? That competitive nature. So when you fall on your face and you feel like, oh my God, I fucked up. I can't believe I did this. I'm so embarrassed. Whatever the case may be. Uh People will affirm, damn, you fucked up. <laughs> they like, sure will. I can't. But like, did you see yourself out there? You God know. Damn. But it's also important that like you don't let those thoughts be projected onto you, where they're not sticking to you like glue, and that's all you think about over and over and over and over again. That's very. And true. I think that's so easy to do when you're younger, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's easy to do now in our life. I think that everything is so um highlighted right whether that be on social media or like just in general in life and so it's hard to kind of shut out the comments Mm -hmm. or it's hard to it's great when you have a circle of friends that say like yeah you fucked up but girl it's okay things happen right i'm like i'm firm i'm gonna let you know yeah you did that was a fuck up move things happen though Mm -hmm. like don't lose sleep on something that you can't control anymore right and i think people i think there's a lot of um that self that negative self talk that mm-hmm. you're saying, I think that plays a role because that competitive side comes out of you. You right. want to be the best. You uh-huh. want to do amazing. You want to get all A's, or you want to win, or you want to be on the podium, or something right. like that. You want your boss or your director, you know, to highlight you and say you you've done a great job. Mm-hmm. But if you don't do a great job, that doesn't mean that you now are a failure. Right. It just means you know. Okay. Well. I got to do better next time. So another question that I have for you. Okay. Or do you have more? No. Go ahead. Okay. Another question that I have for you is as you're learning to celebrate yourself more, what are some things that um, you're doing or going to do in the future to kind of recognize yourself a little bit more? Oh, fuck. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that was gonna. Yeah, that was I was like, I'll she's not go gonna first. have answers. For this. <laughs> no, I don't have no answers. <laughs> okay. Um, I think some ways that I'm learning to recognize myself and um, kind of celebrate myself is that I'm vocalizing the things that I do to my inner friend group. So I let you guys know like, hey, my intern just started and this was a program that we started a year ago and I'm super excited and now mm-hmm. we've doubled in, you know, something. So I, I kind of, 
I realized that when you don't say things, your friends truly don't know what's going on in your work environment because they're mm-hmm. not with you every single day, right? right? And I'm a very career-driven person. I think I've made that very clear. Like my career is something that's precious to me mm-hmm. and I want like the level of success that I have in my mind and what I want to see myself get to, it's definitely obtainable. But, you know, you kind of sit there and you may say like, oh, my gosh, am I ever going to reach my goal? Am I ever going to do this? Those mm-hmm. kind of things. But I realized the one thing that I never do is when my friends ask me how my day was, I just say good and I, I keep it movie, moving. I don't say like, this is what truly happened today that was really awesome and I really want to share it. Mm-hmm. I don't say things like that. You and don't. so the one way that I'm tr- the one thing I'm trying to get into is when my friends ask me how my day is going or my dad or my sister or whoever asks me, you know, what was your day like or what's been going on? I I'm trying to be more conscious of saying like this is what's really happening and this is what I'm really proud about, you know, and leave and and putting the period at the end. I started an internship program, period. For a municipality, period. I'm very proud of it. Like mm-hmm. I just I think like for me that kind of helps me get my feet wet when it comes to celebrating myself, you know? Mm-hmm. Um what else am I doing? It's probably it. <laughs> I don't think but I'm, that's that's good. That's it's a better start. than me. Uh-huh, it's a start. It's a start. And I mean, it's I I hope to get beyond that cuz I look at women and I'm like, "Damn, she's so confident in the way that she can just be like, "Oh yeah, I did this." I'm owning that shit, you know, and I can't wait to be like, and I'm getting there. I'm definitely, it's definitely a process, but I think that when you're not used to celebrating yourself and then you have to go into it, like prime example, another thing, um, my master's program, like for my undergrad, I was like excited, Georgia mm-hmm. Southern. Hello. Hell, hell Southern. Hell um, Southern. My family no came place down. else. Okay. My family came down. It was great. My dad gave me this little motivational talk. It was cool. Mm-hmm. And I was excited about that, but I never really celebrated afterwards it was just like oh mm-hmm. you know we're gonna go out to dinner and that's pretty much what we did mm-hmm. after i got my master's program i was like i'm going to the kalani concert i'm going zip lining when i get <laughs> back we're gonna have a party like i truly like celebrated what it. the hell i was doing because not that nobody else would do it for me i've have i have great friends that you do that do you know uh-huh. do things for me but i felt like i needed to take this moment and say good job jasmine mm-hmm. kudos to you and I want everybody to do that. Good job, Kavori. Fuck yeah. Go get mm-hmm. your doctorate. Can I call you, please, doc? I want to have doctor in my phone now. Like, let's hurry this up. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but So um, that's the one thing that I'm doing right that's now. That's good. That's my starter kit. That's really good. That's a good <laughs> starter kit, girl. I like that. Um, I really don't know. Where do you see yourself growing into when you when it comes to celebrating yourself? And it can be the smallest of things. It doesn't have, I mean, like, I feel like me telling you about what I did that was a really great accomplishment for me. It's very small on a, I'm not like, I don't post it on anything. I'm not like, uh-huh. oh my gosh, look at this. I need to tell the whole entire world. It's like, I got 10 friends I want to tell. That's about it. <laughs> I don't know. Cause you know, I'm very like internal. Mm-hmm. Like I'm very into myself and very like oddly private. So like when it comes to things I did in my day, I might have made 110 on my exam, but I probably won't ever tell anybody. Like my parents literally at this point, they're just like, yeah, I know you just take hella tests. Like they don't even know when I have exams. I might look, it's times where I've had eight exams in a week, 10 exams in a week. Like, and my head feels like it's been a, it's been a, like it's been explode, <laughs> and 
when I get done, I did well on my exams or I did well in the classes that I was struggling in. And to me, I think I have those conversations with maybe my friends in chiropractic school, right? My friends in okay. school with me. So because they'll ask, they'll say, you know, the exam grades are out. How'd you mm-hmm. do? Or did you pass this class? Yeah. Because they've been through it and they know how actually tough it is. Like to me, I feel feel like talking about school to somebody who doesn't understand who can't even remotely like relate it's like oh that's cute but they really don't care because it's like oh it's an exam like you just went and took it but that's you projecting your thoughts onto other people right and that's probably bad yes that's That's very bad bad. yeah (laughs) i get excited when you say like oh i had to you explained your little OP, I don't even know the acronyms for it anymore. But there was some like really hard, like big test you had to take, and it had like acronym. It was an oh, acronym. OSCE. Yeah, and uh-huh. I was like, "What does this mean?" And I had all the questions because I'm going to ask questions. Okay, <laughs> one thing I'm going to do is going to be you to do ask questions. ask questions, and you, I will say like. What my friends do a good job of is asking specifics, too. Yeah. Because sometimes, I mean, I might get on a rant on, like, one specific thing that Mm -hmm. I might just be calling to talk about. But then if I'm, like, if y'all are, like, how's your day? I'll be, oh, straight. And then y'all be, like, so what'd you do? So what happened here? How many patients did you have? Well, what was wrong with him? Did you have to do his back? Well, what what happens when you have to do their back? Yeah, I have all the questions. (laughs) Okay. Y'all really do So don't project your thoughts onto us. Because it kind of gets me out. (laughs) my comfort zone because i'm really in my head like nobody actually gives a fuck like what i did really wasn't that cool i guess but in my head right that like you said that's projecting because Mm -hmm. to me the things that i do every day are normal but then when if i think about before i did the same things that i did it for example one of my patients today I was uh, adjusting him. And while I'm adjusting him, my Mm -hmm. doc that I work under, he came in and he was asking if I could adjust him before I left. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's perfect because I was leaving for class. Yeah. I was like, yeah, that's perfect because I was going to ask you to adjust me before I left for class. And then the patient was like, y'all have the coolest job ever. Like, this is the coolest profession ever. And when he said it, I was like, damn, I do. Like, I literally had nothing else to say about it. I was like, damn, I really do have the coolest profession ever. You really do. And it made me realize that a lot of the things that I do in a normal day are big. Like, those are, like, I was telling you the other day, one of my patients brought her niece in. And her niece oh, is yeah. like, remember, mm-hmm. so she's like 13. And um, she really liked science. So then I started showing Talking her what her, I was showing doing. Her things, her. Yeah. yeah, showing her what I was doing, letting her feel, mm-hmm. letting her essentially help me analyze. Yeah. And I think she was really intrigued by the idea of it all. I just really like sparking the idea of things their creativity exactly the light bulb that turns on i literally just told my brother the other my little brother i was like he was telling me his back was hurting you need to go to a chiropractor because period because they are going to make sure that your body's a lot i mean i'm just spitting out facts i would have never known (laughs) anything about but because you're my friend Uh it was like kavori is a big advocate for this it must work, and you've you've definitely adjusted me, and it makes my body feel good. So yeah, yeah, let's you should totally do it. And he was like, "Oh, okay, I'll look into it." But those things mm-hmm. they matter, you know. Yeah. You like what you're doing truly matters. So this is my um tip for you. Your soapbox moment. My soapbox moment. I would like corner. Okay. <laughs> I would like. For you to start small 
And I know that you're trying to work on like writing a little bit more Mm -hmm. and like getting out of your head sometimes and things like that. Mm -hmm. So I think that every month, once a month, I feel like that's very doable. Okay. You should write down the top five things that you accomplished that month. And I think you should at least tell one per one or two people okay and the Ooh, reason i hard. exactly the reason uh, i say one or two people uncomfortable one Ooh, or two people okay. outside of your family because i feel like you should be talking to you talk to your brother and things like that so like yeah okay, okay. yeah i do yeah but i don't tell them things that i if i accomplish them i don't mention okay i'll be feeling like that so care. one or two people one has to be a family <laughs> member <laughs> i mean one like, has, these folks do not care they what do the not fuck care I exactly so <laughs> so one or two people one uh-huh. has to be a family member and mm-hmm. one has to be a friend okay um because i think that will start to open the gateway for you to like feel a little bit more comfortable about speaking about yourself and what you do mm. because whenever i hear you talk about your profession i have questions all the time but i have mm-hmm. questions to, about i have a, everything my friends they <laughs> okay guys all my friends have very intriguing jobs one is an engineer for roads one does pharmaceuticals one's a respiratory therapist i mm-hmm. mean a social worker like there's so many things that you guys do that are mind-blowing to me i'm like well like i didn't know that you you know if you have migraines and you go get adjusted that could help i had no idea that kind of thing i'm mm-hmm. just spitting out these facts <laughs> so i really want you that's we're gonna start this okay Yes, se- ma'am. September one after Labor Day. Okay. So guys, we'll um update you with her progress by the end of the year. Yes, ma'am. Okay. That's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> I love friends who read me for feel. Okay. But that's all I, I got. mean. That's something that I do need to work on, and I really I'm glad you told me that because I really wouldn't have known where to start because yeah. I really probably wouldn't have started. No. Being honest, because I'm perfectly comfortable with keeping my things to myself and <laughs> just being like. Oh, yeah, this was a cool day. Yeah. And then, like, that's it. It did not no. really elaborating because somebody who actually might want to know, they'd be like, How was your day? And I'll be like, Oh, it was good. Like, what you do? What and happened? then when I go into it, you're like, Oh, that was fucking cool. And I'm like, Oh, and I it? love okay. like interesting stories. I'm like, So he did what? Wait a minute. <laughs> he lived th- 315 was his, like, like, that was a light day? What? Why was he lifting that much weight? I want to know. Uh-huh. Okay, so that's the goal for Kavori uh, or for Kavo this um, lovely end of 2019. Oh. I think that was a really, a Did really you, good okay. conversation. Okay, good. Yeah, I think it was. I mean, it was different from what mm-hmm. we usually talk about because usually this i think this was a very vulnerable conversation yes, we got deep we did get deep but it wasn't like deep in a sense of um sentimental like let's kind the, yeah cry fest. i think it was yeah these type of conversations right mm-hmm. are things that drew me to podcasts okay um, when i first started listening because i was going through things mm-hmm. and listening to other people feel the same way that I was feeling about the things that I was uh, that I was going through, whatever yeah. the case may be, and hearing them work through that. Those are things that I can apply. So I'm sure if the way that I feel about myself or whatever, as far as accomplishments and celebrating myself, I'm sure there's someone else out there that has the same feeling. So maybe I won't be the only person working on this challenge. Maybe someone else will, will work on their challenge as well mm-hmm. and start celebrating them themselves. And once a month, write down five things that you accomplish and tell one or two people. Yes, sorry. one of them yep. has to be a family member or like a friend. Mm-hmm. Either way, you just pick two people and you share that. Especially if that's something that's uncomfortable for you. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, so I mean, things like this was, 
I like this type of Good. conversation. I Good. think this was something that's different. We kind of change it up a little bit every time. Um but this was really good, I yeah, think. I think so, too. And I think that it's important, um, if you're going to take away anything from this conversation, it's to celebrate your joy and the need to want to see your accomplishments come to fruition. You mm. put in the work, so celebrate that. Mm-hmm. Be okay with knowing that you did a really great thing. Share it. You are fucking amazing. You're fucking amazing. For all you people. Period. You are fucking amazing. Exactly. Um, Allow yourself grace. Don't be so tough on yourself. So when there are moments Mm -hmm. that you fall on your face or, you know, it's an embarrassing moment. We all have those. Don't beat yourself up. It's going to be okay. Shake it off. Be the duck. Move on. You know? Um, And also, I think you should continue those positive affirmations. Um, It's so important that... You know, sometimes we get into that negative self-talk and beat ourselves up, like I said. And it's really important to, you know, be okay with who you are and know that you are a fucking phenomenal as woman. Mm-hmm. And nobody can take that away from you. Nobody. You got gifts. Use them. Everybody mm-hmm. has their unique and individual talents. And you are placed on this earth for a purpose. Mm-hmm. And your unique and individual talent and purpose should be celebrated and shared Mm-hmm. And that's something that I'm learning because we are still becoming we are, yes. We are constantly every day, as you can see, on a very because we we haven't really gotten very like personal or specific no. with our stories. Mm-mm. So this is a lot more personal, a lot more specific um, with our stories. So you, you can get a little bit of a glimpse into our lives. I yeah. Guess. And really kind of. You know, see where we are, see where you are, mm-hmm. gauge that. And as you can see, obviously, we're not anywhere near where we want to be. Definitely not. But we're still <laughs> working every day and striving to be mm-hmm. better people, striving to be nicer and kinder to ourselves. Exactly. Striving to celebrate ourselves. You know, exactly. all of those things are um, going to be a journey and something that we're constantly working on. And exactly. I don't think it'll ever stop. But I think that these tools along the way and these type of conversations can help start changing, shifting. I agree. Things around. I agree. Yeah. Well, guys, well, let's get into this taste of the week. Taste of the week. <laughs> Okay, y'all. So, taste of the week. This past Sunday, Jasmine and I went to the cutest little restaurant. It was very cute. It was very cute. We had a little, um, you know, little photo shoot. <gasps> Shout out to Sid, our photographer. Yes. Extraordinaire. She's amazing. She's so fucking talented. Very talented. Gifted, smart. Her eye, her I eye mean, is unmatched. Yes. So, um, but... If you're looking for photography needs, we're going to put her information in the yes. description. The restaurant is called Bonton, B-O-N-T-O-N. And the address is 64 Myrtle Street Northeast. Myrtle is M-Y-R-T-L-E, Atlanta, Georgia, 30308. So, for all of you out there who have shellfish and seafood allergies, don't go. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> because all they have is seafood. Exactly. Literally all they have is seafood, but it's so goddamn delicious. It doesn't make any sense. So we had, well, 
Sid and I, we had the spring roll appetizer. And um, what did you eat, JB? I don't remember. So I had the blackened catfish with jasmine rice That's and right. the mac and cheese. It's Gouda mac and cheese. Smoked Gouda mac and cheese. Yes, it was yes. delicious. Yes. Um, Fairly reasonable. Honestly, the prices were really good. Mm -hmm. The food came out in a pretty good amount of time. We had drinks as well. Oh, yeah. I had the fried catfish po' boy, mm -hmm. and that was delicious that as well good. with the fries. And um, I had green beans. Yes. And the, like, skilly green beans. We Those had a taste delicious. of everything. We had a taste of everything. So if you go... I would suggest you order to drink the Hurricane. Mm -hmm. They make it with the Jamaican rum, the red kind. And bitch. It will get you there. You only need one. You okay? only need if one. If you get a second one, you might not be able to finish it because it's going to send you there, you baby. You may it's need an Uber. You might need an Uber back home. Yeah. It's very strong. Very, very strong. But it's so good. Mm -hmm. And then to eat. My po' boy was delicious, but let's go with the healthier side of things. That blackened <laughs> catfish with the rice that you had and the um, mac and cheese was mm -hmm. good. If you want some greens, definitely go for um, the skillet green beans. They also have a five-spice broccoli that mm -hmm. sits. It was really good. We'll try that next time. Yeah, we'll definitely try that next time. So that gives you a few options. The decor is very cute and eclectic mm -hmm. it's a very cute spot to go on a lunch date or something like that or if you just want to go somewhere on sunday with the girls yeah very cute they have brunch they sure do have do. brunch and um yeah so enjoy the taste of the week go check them out let them know that we sent you and let them know that we shall be tagging them when sid drops this work okay okay <laughs> but um other than that that's all we have for y'all this week mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. so thank you guys so much so so much for listening i really hope you guys enjoy uh our surprise this week with this new high quality audio yes yes <laughs> for the rest of our day yes you better praise him for the rest of our day you better praise did you see hold on <laughs> did you see when they were um when they made the twerk music. Yes, you did, because I yes. sent it to you. And I was like... Hold on. I just need them to hear it. I'm Lord. about to play it real quick. Let the Lord be the, the Lord light. needs... All right. Y'all ready for this shit? Okay, that's all y'all get. That's all y'all yeah. get. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, so <laughs> you're terrible. I cannot. But guys, if I'm you, ignorant. <laughs> um, please follow us on Instagram. Oh at yeah, becoming she underscore. That's B E C. O-M-I-N-G-S-H-E underscore. If you guys have any questions, have advice, uh, or need advice, I'm sorry, or just kind of want to get to know us a little bit more, email us at becomingshelive at gmail.com. That's B-E-C-O-M-I-N-G-S-H-E-L-I-V-E at gmail.com. Thank you guys so much for listening. Yes. And I hope our voices sound super. I hope we sound sexy because sultry. I put on the telephone voice for y'all. Right. Honestly, I was really tired of yelling into the phone so that y'all could get some good audio. Okay. So I'm really enjoying this. I hope this audio sounds good as we whisper on the mic. I hope I sound <laughs> sexy. 
Hope you enjoy my nice, deep, raspy voice. We love you all. Thank Goodbye. you for tuning in this week. Yeah. Goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sick of you. Bitch, say bye one more time. Bye. Bye, y'all. Bye. <laughs>